I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, the place to come for movie reviews, along with some extra fun talk about movie-related topics like box office and awards. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and basically any place else you can find podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter for even more content. If you like what we do, feel free to share us with your friends, like and leave feedback wherever you listen to us, and let us know what you think. Now, let's get on with the show. Ryan, you know this movie was supposed to come out in February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, or, or, or March of 2020, and then it got delayed to February of 2021. And when I checked my calendar this morning, this is October of 2021. So this has been a year and a half overdue. Antlers, a horror film from director Scott Cooper and executive producer Guillermo del Toro, whose directorial work we both really enjoy. Scott Cooper. I like uh, his stuff a lot too. Though. Well, it's I like Scott. I, I checked his list. And so uh, black mass, not really a horror out of the furnace, no, no. not really a horror. Crazy Heart, not really a horror. <laughs> um, Hostiles, not really a horror, but kind of horrific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so weird to come in on, on a full-blown supernatural-type horror film. But Guillermo saw something and, and liked it. It's so like I said, it's not that I don't like his work. I just think it, it's a weird choice. I wonder if, it, I wonder if horror had been something Mr. Cooper had been looking to do um, and, and got got a chance to do this and jumped at it so um it is the story of a little oregon town in the grip of economic hardship and <sighs> drug related crime and drug abuse and all kinds of thing and uh carrie russell is the school teacher new teacher uh, who has a student who uh, suddenly starts having issues at school and the horror weeks up from there um this is really a it's it's kind of two films like the first half is like a family drama and the second half is the supernatural horror uh for the most part there's a little bit of bleed over both directions you were not sold necessarily coming Mm -hmm. out of this one no (laughs) no (laughs) and why pray tell um the were you not sold on this one well, out. for me, I think there's there's uh, like five screenplays in in this one screenplay, um, and none of those screenplays get finished. Um, it it brings up some really smart stuff, and then doesn't follow through um, all the time. I mean, a lot of the time, it's 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 edited kind of in a weird way. The structure is kind of strange that I don't think benefits the film. Sure, sure. Um, it, it does, I mean, I, but for me, I think the biggest thing is, is it brings up these, some, you know, fairly interesting questions and then forgets that it asked them in the first place and just goes on to some other direction. Um, 
you know, I, I think I do have issues. This is this is uh, based on uh, Native American folklore, um, and yet there's so very little Native American uh, culture within the film right. that it's a little distracting. Um, uh, the one the one Native American character that's in the film kind of comes in as the let me explain this for you. Right. But then he doesn't really explain it. It's more like let me tell you about this thing and you can apply it to the film if you want and uh, then I'm going to kind of disappear from this from the movie entirely. Um, you know, there's a lot of themes of abuse, of trauma, um, of recognizing trauma, um, but they don't really keep it. It seems like that the film doesn't know what it wants to say. So it, it, it says a lot of things without saying much of anything in the end. Well, you're right. It, it, it starts with a discussion or a cutesy little voiceover of about uh, Mother Earth and our abuse and this place, this, uh, this film takes place in, in a mining town, uh, coal mine, I guess, uh, in Oregon. And so, but it's shut down. Um, but it's reopening, but it, it is going to reopen. Um, but there's, uh, again, there's the drug issue, which is both Oxycontin and meth. Cause we have a meth lab and we get reports on the radio and TV of, of, uh, opioid abuse. Um, yeah. And it's you're right the, the the film touches on a lot of things and doesn't explain them. Uh, Jesse Plemons plays the sheriff, who is also Carrie Russell's brother. And if you're not paying attention, you can pretty much guess that he takes oxy every day as the sheriff. Yeah. Um, but they don't ever address that. Um, there, there's an economic depression because obviously the mine had shut down, so he's having to evict people. But you never see him evicting people. Yeah, um, exactly. You hear he about, about it, it. Um, which is which is horrific enough. Um, mm, yeah, but not nearly as effective. Not what? Yeah, um, and then uh, we have a, a a system, the the educational system and the the law legal system, um, that when confronted with clear evidence of abuse, either drug or the child abuse. Uh, or what appears to be child abuse and really kind of is, um, they just kind of ignore the signs, the clear signs of everything just kind of get ignored. The system just doesn't want to deal with it, which is kind of an indictment on the system. Uh, but again, it never yeah. goes anywhere. So you, you are kind of correct in that. Um, I would, uh, we, we learn as the film goes on that, that uh, Lucas, uh, the young boy, has been taking care of his father and brother who are both very sick, quote unquote. Um, and his dad is not a good dad, uh, cause he cooks meth and mm. sells it. <laughs> um, however, although, although there is, I mean, there is a suggestion that, that, okay, yes, on that level, he's a terrible person, but there's also the suggestion that he's a pretty loving father. Yes. And I was, uh, I was going to say he, he tried to be uh, a good father, um, and protect his sons once all of this starts happening. So it, and uh, and again, that's that's an aspect that kind of just gets abandoned, right? Um, well, because once he once we learn that, it's already too late ish. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, but you kind of see that he's not a terrible father. He's not abusive because he could have done things at the beginning before everything happened at the truck. Uh, because handled badly, that becomes a completely different scene. 
instead of just don't get out of the truck and hold this. You know, it's it, it could have been worse. Uh, you know, they could have taken that in an actually abusive way. Um, so there there were hints that he was you know that he loved his boys, but he was doing what he needed to do. Um, the creature design in this um, is terrifying. Uh, in the times that we see it full up, you, obviously it's a it's a it's a horror film, so you don't always see uh, a well lit, beautifully framed mm-hmm. monster. Um, but the the husk scene in the attic yeah. that was pretty horrific, and then the scene back in the mine with the face. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so so you wonder if if Guillermo stopped in a couple art meetings and said, make the, make the teeth bigger, make the arms longer. Uh, but, um, there were hints. I, I did catch, uh, there was a little alien queen in that, in that monster sure. design, but I was okay with that because the monster design overall, just the whole effect of it. I was just like, Holy crap. That thing is just, I, I do not want to meet that thing ever anywhere. Um, the downside is that, you know, the title is antlers and it's just that, I'm not, you know, I guess they didn't want to call it Wendigo, which might have been an yeah. early working title, uh, but they went with Antlers. So I, I don't know, but I, I, I liked, um, I liked that creature design. Uh, and then the, the film kind of progresses the way it needs to progress uh, with Carrie Russell, who is damaged, uh, saving the damaged boy, who will be damaged forever. Um, that, that kid is never going to not be damaged. Um, as far as I can tell, I don't know how you felt about the end end scene of the film, mm. uh, the final shot, but I, I, I found it unnecessary. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, it was kind of a shrug. Right. I mean, um, the, the last scene is fine, but the last shot really didn't need to be there. Um, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it Yeah. It's like, ooh, sequel, ooh, wider universe. It's like, we already know wider universe, uh, you know, is, is out there possible. But it, 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 it just felt, I don't want to say it felt lazy. It just, it felt cheap, I guess. It wasn't the gotcha moment that it was supposed to be. Right. Because somebody, yeah. But it, they could have just ended it with walking. And that would have been fine. Because, yeah, because in movies like that, you always know there's always an out somewhere. Uh, so it, it's interesting. Um, I, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it because anytime there would, anytime that kid was on screen, I was nervous. Sure. Because that kid lived in a perpetual state of heightened anxiety, and and I felt that sitting in the theater. Yeah, there were you know story points and whatnot, but but anytime that kid was on screen, he was terribly effective mm-hmm. uh, in in portraying that anxiety to me. So I you know I I. Overall, I enjoyed it. It is not without its faults. That's that's where I fall on Antlers. I don't know where you want to rank it. I mean, obviously, you didn't like it overall. No, I I think I think generally, there's nothing more frustrating than a film that that really could have been good, um, and then just wasn't. I think give this draft a couple workovers. Well, they, there's three <sighs> you know, credited so. screenwriters. Yeah, it's and that's probably, probably the part problem, of the problem too. 
or it could be, but I mean, actually, three screenwriters isn't that unusual for a film, but three credited screenwriters, however, is, you know, a little yeah. problematic, but, um, yeah, I just, I just thought it had a lot of potential and it, it didn't really live up to any of that potential at any point. Right. Which is, yeah, I, I'll agree that it could have been better, but I already think it was better than you did. So, but regardless, yeah. uh, it is, it will be in theaters Friday, the 29th, just in time for holiday or Halloween weekend. Um, so if you're a horror fan and you've been waiting for it, you'll probably, you'll probably enjoy it. I, I don't know that anyone's going to come out and rave about it. Um, but yeah, it's depending on your tastes. You, you might go from meh to that was pretty good. Well, you know, let us let us know. Let us know which one of us is right or wrong, or both, <laughs> or or both. Neither or neither. neither. Yeah, neither nor or both. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, we've got uh, another movie coming out next week. We're going to talk about. We've got more screeners. We're going to be seeing next week for films that are coming out after that. Stay tuned. Hollywood is back on track, and we are excited about that. So. Until next time, stay safe, be good. Don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know the drill. And until we get back to you, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we'll talk to you all later.